Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of the Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week podcast. My name is Holly Moon. I am the Chair for Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week for the Association of Fundraising Professionals, Tampa Bay. The episode that you're about to listen to was recorded remotely for safety reasons, and as a result, you might hear some funky audio, so just stay tuned for this fantastic story. This episode features Keenan Knopke from Curlew Hills Memory Gardens and Brooke Bacasino from Suncoast Hospice Foundation. This podcast is hosted by Wilma Norton from Community Foundation Tampa Bay. Thanks, Wilma. Welcome to another episode of the Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week podcast. I'm Wilma Norton, Vice President of Community Connection for Community Foundation Tampa Bay. With me today are Keenan Knopke and Brooke Buccasino from the Suncoast Hospice Foundation. Welcome. Thank you. Good afternoon. And so Keenan, uh, the Hospice Foundation ask us to chat with you so that you could share some of the ways you've been involved and some of the extraordinary benefit that you've given as a philanthropist to the organization. Can you just tell me a little bit about how you got involved and what kinds of things that uh, you have done to uphold the, the mission of Suncoast Hospice? We've been a supporter of Suncoast Hospice for years. Um, I work for Curlow Hills Memory Gardens, which is a funeral home and a cemetery and a crematory. And whenever possible, through management, we made donations or whenever we were asked. And then many years ago, Mary David, who was with Suncoast at that time, asked us about a large gift to North County, to the North County facility. And I was relatively new to Curlew Hills at the time, and I wasn't sure the feeling of our ownership about that. So we walked softly through that. Fortunately, they jumped on board. None of my ownership actually lives locally full-time. I have one uh, board member that's a part-time resident of Pinellas County. Everybody else lives elsewhere. And for them to jump in and give us the go-ahead to get actively involved with Suncoast Hospice was very exciting for us. Um, first of all, we wanted to make a difference in and try to in everything we do with the people that we're fortunate enough to serve every day. Y'all have them at a different time in their life. We have them obviously later on, a little bit later on than y'all. But their care and what Suncoast Hospice does for them before they come to a funeral facility of any nature is amazing to me. Um, I had never experienced it. I've never had someone in my family pass away through hospice. And the only death I can actually remember is my grandmother, who was in 1984 when she passed away. So I'm one of those oddballs out there in all of this. Um, Mary David gave me a tour of North County and I was just totally blown away. I took that message back to our ownership. Since then, we've worked with Suncoast Hospice on a variety of different things, everything from the fashion show to the golf tournament, the beach walk and so forth, and have tried to provide them or provide y'all anything you need that we are capable of getting to you. Um, We're not like a lot of firms where 
we got to have our name all over everything. Um, in fact, we'd love to, but we understand that's not the purpose here. Um, the purpose is to give you give you resources that will make the customer or the patient or the family you're trying to serve more comfortable in the environment that they find themselves in. Um, but it also gave us the ability to move out into the community more. Um, we support many different things that are local. The Lynn Fund is an example that one of them very proud to be a supporter of in, in that it helps single mothers, single women who are having a cancer issue with their home expenses when they can't work and they don't have insurance. Mm. And you think, gosh, in a community like Upper Pinellas County, which is reasonably affluent, you, that wouldn't be a problem. But I've come to learn there's so much more need than you can imagine. And that's outside of Suncoast Hospice, but still again, it's all about what we try to do, and that's put back into our community. Well, and it you know, sounds like, I'm sorry, it sounds like from what uh, hospice has shared with me that from that initial, sure, we'll make a monetary gift that you and your team have taken it beyond that and found other ways to work together to support them and uh, to offer things to the community like on 9-11 and, and some of those kinds of issues. Can you talk a little bit about those kinds of events that you did? Sure. <clears throat> One, there's a couple of them. You've opened the door to 9-11, so I'll jump there quickly. Um, that was an interesting thing that how we got involved with that. And I won't bore you with the story, but it was a, we were building a building here and the fire department unexpectedly got a piece of steel. It started off with Ozona Elementary School, the fifth grade, a fifth grade class and asked the Palm Harbor Fire Department to help them complete the paperwork. And two and a half years later, lo and behold, they got a piece of steel. Uh, about 125 to 150 pounds of, that, of steel. And we were building a building and they asked us if we would donate to that fund or we were building the building. They wanted to build a monument at the new station on East Lake Road near North County. The economy was bad. We said, sure, we'd be happy to participate whatever they needed. Um, a month later, I asked how it was going and they said it wasn't going real well. And I said, well, if y'all can get all the stakeholders together, we'll build it for you. And we'll build it here though. Um, and we went through the, the rigmarole, I would say, or the gyrations of getting everybody on board, which was, I thought was gonna be kind of like the fire commissioners, but it turned out to be the firemen, the retired NYFD, Fire Department of New York, FDNY, uh, police department in New York, retirees that lived down here. There was a bigger group. So we got everybody on board. And then we've created memorable services about never forgetting what happened that day. In this past year, uh, we had over 2,000, probably closer to 2,500 people here. We had the governor, we had Speaker Sprouse, but more importantly, uh, excuse me, we had Congressman Bill Arrakis as well, and I don't want to forget him because he's a great friend. But um, we had Lee Greenwood, and if you remember Lee Greenwood, he penned a song about God bless the USA and whether he had it beforehand or not it became very popular right after that because he went to New York and sung it um, we were fortunate enough to have him here 
Um, <clears throat> he's a, surprisingly, he's a part-time resident of Anna Maria and has a home down there. And he says he and his wife and kids come down there quite often. Um, so, you know, that was a good opportunity for us. The other one that really gets us back to participating with Suncoast Hospice is every year we get Dr. Alan Wolfelt, who is a national or international grief therapist to come to town. Um, we put on open, having a public where the public can come and listen to him and interact with him. And then we provide hospice with that same opportunity for staff at your facilities. And your staff comes to our stuff too, but uh, it's more directed to your volunteers, your paid staff, you know, those types of things to deal more with what they deal with every day. And it's, again, it's hopefully an out for them or a confirmation of the feelings that what their experience are okay as opposed to, am I the only one that's having this happen to me? And should I get emotionally involved or not or whatever, whatever it is. He was a lucky find for us because actually he was doing this for another firm similar to ours for years, but he charged, they charged admission to it. And we said, why do you charge admission when you're doing something for your community? It doesn't make sense to me. So we were able to line him up. Um, hopefully, I guess this year we're gonna be virtual again um, but, you know, next year we'll be back. Hopefully this pandemic will be over with by then and uh, we'll have him back in person and life will be good again, or maybe back to whatever we call normal now. The new normal. Yeah. The new normal. So, so Brooke, as, uh, as someone who works with hospice, what does it mean to have a team like Keenan's invest not just money, but invest their time and efforts to, to help you and help your families? Well, I think it means everything to the success of our foundation. Um, I, I'd like to go back to one thing Keenan mentioned about it not being important um, with the, the high profile or name recognition. And I think that says a lot about him and about his team. Um, he's always willing to help and doesn't need to be recognized for it. Um, it's very important that we have, you know, organizations and individuals in the community. I've done this type of work my entire career and, you know, those people really stand out and Keenan and his team really stand out. You know, the other thing he didn't mention is that I'm probably with, I've been with this organization about six years, just about probably the first few months I arrived, Keenan was one of the first people I went to meet with and I can tell you he's one of the most genuinely nice people you'll ever meet, but he also really kind of acted as my sounding board. So as time went by, if I had new ideas or new programs, you know, I'd give sit down with him and he could give me his advice on what might work or not work. Um, so he's always open there for that kind of support too. And as we all know, it's not just the financial, it's more than that. So um, it means everything to an organization to have uh, people that are that dedicated, not not just to our organization, but to the entire community. Thank you. Well, and, and as I have these conversations every year, it really does come through that whether I'm talking to an individual, it's about they have found their passion and it's often related to their career. And so it's really wonderful to see that you have found a way to invest in the community 
that is related to your business, but obviously not just for business purposes. And, and I think when we talk about philanthropy, that's a piece of it that sometimes gets overlooked, mm -hmm. that it's that investment of care, not just, not just finances. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Keenan, for your time today and for everything you do for the community. And obviously, Brooke, everything that Suncoast Hospice does for everyone in our community. And thank you so much for this opportunity to highlight a really special person and organization. And thank you for me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week podcast. A special thank you to Community Foundation Tampa Bay for being our presenting patron and for lending us Wilma Norton to host this wonderful storytelling podcast. If you would like more Tampa Bay Philanthropy Week, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. You can also follow more stories on our website at philanthropytampabay.org. Happy storytelling!